0: hey besties. besties welcome to the bff Bookcast. we're your hosts Teresa and katie
1: before we jump in we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions just remember we are here to have a good time
0: and as always please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing and beware we curse like the bat boys probably do during their annual snowball fight hey katie jean oh hello
1: Teresa marie <laughs>
0: You already, you, just, you, you already started, <laughs>
1: and I like, didn't even know. You just like, looked at me said, the reason
0: allowed? I'm trying to get better at intros An intro. and outros. And <laughs> so <As laughs> I'm just being like, hello, Hi. Wands
1: at the Red Days. <laughs> Wands at the
0: Red Days every time. Um,
1: anyway. Anywho.
0: Book Club episode Weather Girl Edition by Rachel and Solomon, who also wrote The X Talk, which is very popular. As a romance lover, I have not read that one. You haven't. And I hear really good things about it. Same. I actually, when you said X Talk, though it's on the cover of the book, did
1: I see that? No. No. Free tell. Um, but yeah, I've heard of it too. Anyway. Anywho, lead us into our synopsis, Teresa Murray.
0: Let's get right into it this week. Um, so, The Weather Girl uh, is about Ari Abrams, who has always been fascinated by weather. I mean, a woman after my own heart. You know, who doesn't love a good storm? Anyway, she um, is obsessed with weather growing up. She looks up to Torrance Hale, who is a Seattle weather woman. That's like her idol. Um, she goes to school, she becomes a meteorologist, she gets a job in Seattle at the same station as Torrance. Unfortunately, Torrance's relationship with her ex husband, um, who also works at the station, is very tumultuous. Great. And they cause a lot of distractions for the whole team team. Thank you. I was like the whole station. There we go. Um, so Ari and Russell, who is a sports caster, they get drunk at a holiday party and they decide that they're going to try to set up their bosses. Um, and basically get them back together or at least in the same, at least on the same team. Um,
1: Become more amicable, if you will.
0: Yes, and it, while doing so, Ari and Russell are spending a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, as you can imagine, what's my favorite thing to say? Chaos and Chaos and <laughs> People are falling put in that on love. A sticker. <laughs> Honestly, put the you know put that on a t-shirt.
1: Put that on a t-shirt. I'm here for
0: it. Okay, Katie, you put it on a shirt for me when I get back from my honeymoon. I mean, Tom did say i can it. use his Best Pie credit card to buy myself an iPad, so. You might come home to
1: some just makeshift items. Teresa merch. Teresa (laughs) merch. Everything I
0: do is for Teresa. Every, in every friend group, there's a Katie and there's a Teresa.
1: Honestly, there really is though. Let's be honest. Like everyone has the extroverted, like more outspoken. (laughs) like you lead the group and like, I'm just like, yeah, girl, whatever you want to do. I got your back. You're like, where are we going? And how are
0: we going to get there? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Get on on the back of my bike. (laughs) Anywho, anyway, weather girl. Sorry, weather the, girl. off topic as always. As
1: always,
0: what were your initial thoughts?
1: Um, okay.
0: Should we Let's, start with
1: ratings? Hold on.
0: And no, then get maybe into
1: it's it. Yeah, but I want to talk about the dedication page. I love a dedication page. I'm sure honestly, many people
0: love a dedication. I, I page. agree with you. I love a good dedication. I think my page. favorite
1: one so far is from Funny Feelings by Tyler.
0: One million percent. And we didn't talk
1: about it, which I'm mad about. Anyway, I know so
0: there were because there was so much in the book to talk about that I forgot about the dedication. Anyway, anyway go on. What a
1: girl. For <laughs> anyone searching for light in the dark, you deserve every good thing. And honestly, it touched my soul because everyone experiences darker period of time, whether yes. they're gray, light gray, black as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, like, everyone has shit going on, turmoil that they're dealing with. Yep. And everyone does deserve good
0: things. I could not agree with you more.
1: You just, I don't know. It was a good one. Um, it was a good what, one. What I also think,
0: I think it sets up the story actually really well. I, again, went into this kind of blind. I was like, ooh, a cute little rom-com about a girl who, like, is a meteorologist.
1: I actually went in blind...
0: Oh so my like god! I'm so like proud of you. I feel like I should feel like I should fan let's, you off. Let's too. take a
1: moment of silence to appreciate me going into a book blind. Okay, it's past. We're moving on.
0: But I'm proud of you. Thank you,
1: girlfriend. So, yeah. So
0: I didn't realize that it would touch on like heavier topics, um, like with Ari's depression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I know that you know. I feel like in I feel like they did it really well. I feel like in some books, depression is touched upon, but it's hard to navigate. I feel like probably for authors in a romantic, I would still call this almost like a romantic comedy.
1: Agreed. Um, I definitely, I definitely. Or like a light
0: contemporary romance. It's not, it wasn't a dark story. So I think that they handled her depression well, considering the lightness of the overall story. And
1: you can definitely get the vibe that you can never classify someone's depression. Like there is no mild depression. Like it's just, it's depression. Yes. like. I think they do a really, I shouldn't say Rachel does a really nice job of making you understand without deep diving into the depression. Right. Like it really has impacted her tremendously throughout her whole life and all different areas of life, which I mean, I know it does. Like I know I'm saying that like, it doesn't, in everyone's life, but, like, it just, you kind of get a gist of, like, just what she's been dealing with, and, like, the, the severity and, like, the, the gravity of it. Yes. and I, de- like, really going deep into it, because, like, that could be a whole different clip you you jump off.
0: Maybe. Yes, exactly. Um, that's why I think, like, they did it really well, or she, I don't know why we keep saying they for Rachel. I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. I know. Sorry. I think that she did a really great job of, I guess, um, explaining the seriousness of Aria's depression and going into some of the details of it, but not making the book, like not making the book all about that aspect of her life. Like she has depression, yeah. but she isn't. That isn't her life. Like she's Correct. more than just Which, somebody with depression. She's yeah. a weather girl. A
1: normal. She's a normal girl. girl. Like she's looking for love, looking for happiness, looking for validation, looking to do well, looking to improve in both personal and career. I, I will say, I found. Ari to Ari?
0: Ari, Ari yeah. to be
1: very relatable because who doesn't go through again, I'm not gonna compare myself to someone with depression. I've never been diagnosed with depression, but I think it's very I, relatable.
0: Right. I think everybody in their life has felt depressed or gone through a depressive yes. episode. It's different than somebody who has depression, but you can um, relate to her in a yeah. lot of ways, especially to um, I mean moving aside from the depression, but her want and need to like better herself for her career and not, you know, having that mentor that she was hoping for, um, and how she navigated, you know, her career moving forward. Obviously in the real world, real world, you're not setting up your boss with her ex-husband, um, to get a better working environment. But I think everybody has been in an environment where you're like, I actually, I like my boss, but she's not a good mentor, we don't have the relationship that I feel like we should have at this point, I feel like I'm not getting the support that I need to do better in my career, and like, how can I go about getting that?
1: Yeah, especially I think, again, in this very career-driven world, Yes. I mean, you can be 10 plus years in an industry, and like, it's just, or even not, like, everything's so competitive, so like, you need to be you need to have all this experience. So what? yeah, like you want that. People crave the feedback. Like, yes, it's, I think it's very important for people to want to be con- criticized, but constructively. Yes. I was going to say, yes. Constructive like, yeah, criticism. Constructive criticism. Not like, <laughs> don't be an asshole. Cause I'll call me. I'll beat your boss. for. You. I <laughs> Just will kidding. go home
0: and cry. <laughs> I mean,
1: same too. And that's where my depression gets diagnosed. But it, but it, it's true. Like everyone wants to do better. Everyone wants to succeed in life and do well. And like, I, I just really think Ari was a very well-rounded individual and I think again it just sheds light on an, what so many people deal with and are afraid to speak about yes <clears throat> and it sheds light on like the fact that like you can have depression anxiety whatever and you could still you're a normal human being, being too yeah okay. you can still be successful yeah. you can go
0: through dark periods and still come out light at yes. the end of the tunnel um, and she, yeah,
1: I just I don't know. I really liked it. Like the first thing I had tabbed on page forty nine, if you will, um, it basically essentially talks about how like she's kept the secret from every relationship, and I think that yeah. it was a good set off because it's true. No one wants who wants to go around and be like, oh by the way, I'm de- I have depression, because everyone's
0: like, oh, you're depressed. Yeah. Or like, what, what, what do you what do you, you have to be depressed, depressed about.
1: about? Oh, I hate when people say, it. my blood's boiling as we speak. Yeah, people are very <laughs>
0: judgmental and. For no reason. And it, like, made me sad for her that she's, like, engaged to somebody. He has no idea that she's on medication for her depression. He, like, and it was because in the past, her mother, who also suffers from depression, who was, um, I don't want to say she was, she wasn't undiagnosed. I believe she was diagnosed depressed, but she didn't want to be on any medication. So she wasn't, you know, going to therapy. She wasn't getting any help for it. Um, And her mother always made her feel poorly about herself. Um, yeah. especially in relationships because of Ari's depression. Yeah. Um,
1: and it takes a, it t- it's a big step to admit there's something going on yep. and to vocalize this to someone. Cause I think a lot of people tend to go say to like, Oh, just go to therapy. Like you don't just go to therapy and everything gets cured. No, like, you have, you have to, to work at it.
0: Yeah. So you have to find a therapist that works for you. That you
1: like and can yeah. feel comfortable even Divulging what's going on in your brain, because because again, like there's times like even myself, like I'll think about the craziest anxiety-ridden thoughts, like OCD thoughts that I have. I'm like, I feel like I sound psychotic, but it's like it's it's you have to feel comfortable to. Hey, this is what's going through my brain.
0: Yes, and like a therapist that works for you might not work for somebody else. Doesn't mean that they're a bad therapist. Like you just have to find the right fit yeah. and if you need to take medication you have to find the right you know it's not yeah. an easy fix you know there's no. different dosages and different medications um and that's why i re- like that's honestly why i think i enjoyed the story so much Same. um because i think that i think too you can read a book that's very bogged down and this one even though it was discussing light topics i mean dark topics it felt light yeah She felt
1: like a normal human. Yeah,
0: she felt like a normal, just like flawed everyday human being, just trying to get through life the best that she could. Welcome to
1: probably every person that's listening and talking about this podcast. And that's (laughs) why like
0: I, I, even like, even Russell's character, I really liked Russell's character a lot. I liked his relationship with his daughter. I thought it was so endearing and wonderful. Um, I also liked how the author, Rachel, um, Russell is described as fat, but like not in heavy detail. And he describes himself as fat. And it's not written. I've read books where it's like the fat character is like, that's their only personality trait. Yeah. Oh, I'm fat. And like, this is why I am this way. Fat
1: is not a personality.
0: No. And I think Russell even says, like, I'm fat. It's a fact. It's, I'm not, like, it's not a bad terminology. No. People make it
1: a bad term, A bad yeah. term.
0: Um, and I liked how. Rachel, as the author, kind of left it to our imaginations to decipher what Russell actually looked like. I agree. Because I feel like a lot of people can probably picture him different ways. All I know is he has brown hair and he describes himself as being fat and that Ari thinks he's, yeah, yeah, and Ari thinks he's hot. Exactly.
1: And 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 it's
0: amazing. I was texting you. I was like, I'm picturing, like, Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer, Parks and Rec, like, that body type. Or, like, who else did we say? We're going back, like a week or two i know my
1: brain doesn't compute that but i immediately
0: i like immediately was like oh andy dwyer parks and rec it was chris pratt before he became an action star like yes he may have been overweight but he was still i don't know like i never looked at him as like a fat person you like look at the personality and like yeah. that's honestly what matters like doesn't, it doesn't body type doesn't matter is, yeah. and we always read these books where most were of them are fantasy they have, yeah, they have abs for days. They eat whatever they want, Same, like, girls and guys. Um, they the but the like boobs, the boob, best Or, like, the styling. guy has, like, the perfect straight nose and chiseled yeah. jawline and, like, silky smooth black hair. And it's like, yeah, that's nice. I love reading those. But it's not realistic. This not book realistic. felt very real. real.
1: Same. I liked that. And I liked it for that purpose. Yes.
0: I just struggled internally yeah. with, I felt like Ari and Russell – had no romantic chemistry. They seemed very closed off to one another. And they seemed like they would be good friends. But I, I I was just like, I don't know how I feel about them romantically.
1: Yeah, I mean, even... And again, I understand Russell wanting to protect his daughter. Like, I, I can admire that. Oh, because 100%. you don't want to just bring anybody over or... You know, you don't want to just divulge all the time at work, like, you know, the fact that you had a a child at a very young age and like, and it's true because people are very judgmental. Like, I can understand that. and I can appreciate that. And, you know, again, Russell to each their own. You do what you got to do. But I feel like there was just a lack of communication between the two of them a lot. Yes. Like, even like when he kind of snipped about like, well, I'm not looking for a stepmother for my daughter. Like, there's just, I feel like there's like a lack of communication between the two main characters. A very big lack
0: of communication. Um, I mean, I, I love a spicy scene, but I wasn't feeling them romantically. So, like, yeah. it just seemed forced a little yes. bit, in my opinion. Um, and it's, like, sad because I I, I even, like I loved all the characters, all the side characters. I loved
1: the bosses. I like, Yes, I thought they, they were, they were great. so
0: funny. Um, and the whole storyline, I really like. So I know that Katie hasn't seen it because Katie doesn't watch TV or movies. <laughs> but there is a Netflix original movie called Set It Up and it's kind of the same concept like there's two co-worker they're not co-workers they work in the same office building on different floors um they are assistants to very high-powered bosses and the bosses literally just own their lives drive them crazy so they devise a plan to set up their bosses they're like if they are dating each other there'll be less time for them to harass us and it's a really cute rom-com like it's I've watched it a million times it's actually really good I implore you to watch it after surgery when you come to visit me I'll make you (laughs) um okay so I was getting that vibe and I loved that movie so I was like yes set up the bosses like let's get them back together um and I did like how the boss like how Torrance what was her husband's name why I'm a Seth. thank you how they both divulged or were very open with their feelings with Ari and Russell Um, And I
1: feel like it was, I liked that also, but I was kind of hoping since they were open, I think Ari even mentioned it, like, since Torrance has been so open to me... I I wish we saw a little bit more again again, I know it's a boss coworker relationship, but this is also like just a rom com. And I know we're saying this was so relatable, like, but I do wish since Torrance was giving so much, I mean, Ari's are topless in the in the sauna. So I mean you cross all boundaries. So yes. like, I wish there was a little bit more openness from Ari to Torrance and then like Russell to Seth even because like, Seth seeks Russell out at his apartment.
0: Yeah, I don't and I, I don't get, and maybe I was reading wrong. I don't think Russell is Seth is necessarily Russell's boss. I think no. he's like the station, station manager. manager. Yeah, but Torrance, in is the beginning at least, is Ari's boss. Once boss. they yeah. become closer and the whole like mentor thing, Torrance is like, I'm not going to be your boss anymore. So I can mentor Correct. you. Correct.
1: But again, like if if Seth is seeking out, I think even better of an opportunity. Like if you're yeah. seeking out an employee who's not even under you. Yes. Like that is a good moment to open up to them yes. and like. It would have been nice to hear, like, yeah, like I have a daughter and like I had, a, you know, a child at a young age, and this is how I'm feeling about Ari and like we weren't commu- Like, it would have just, be, I just feel like there was just such a, a, a little bit more of a lack of communication that I just yeah, it, it, it had a hard time, um, getting the information passed to me.
0: I mean, I did like also how they kept calling it the Parent Trap, um, a humble nod to our childhood. Oh my god, because I, I love that movie so much, I love and the Ari is trap. also a redhead like Lindsay Lohan, and they. They make like a comment about that. Um, I do. I
1: do thought. I do thought that made no sense. Um, I thought it was cute when Seth starts to open up and he's like, "It's not easy to keep loving someone who's given up on you." But I think I almost like wish we got more from them because right. That I, set wanted, all, I more, wanted more Seth Yeah. because that quote is a heavy quote. Like, yes. okay, so he's still in love with his ex wife. Yes. Like, I mean, obviously they get together and it's all happy dandy. But like, I was like, ooh. Ooh, we get thick here.
0: We do get thick here. Um, I also really liked about Ari. Um, so she goes. I think it's. I think it's New Year's Eve. Um, she goes out to dinner by herself, just to an Italian restaurant, and they're like, "Are you waiting for someone?" She's like, "No, it's just me." And she like forces herself to leave her phone in her bag. She wants to like regain some independence. Mm-hmm. And she just sits there and she's like listening to Frank's, like the quartet play some Frank Sinatra music. And I just like, there was just something, I love doing things like that. Like I will go out by myself to eat. I will go my, by myself to the movies. I think it's like really important at times to like not
1: you should enjoy have company.
0: to rely on somebody else to, to do things that you want to do um and obviously neither of us are single but i like that she's a single girl and she's like you know what i don't have plans for new year's i'm gonna go out i'm gonna enjoy myself by myself why do i need to stay home and be like ashamed of being alone yeah and i and don't then, like know if that's like what
1: she was the intention yeah. was but like that's, what, how that's how that's i picked it up it. Yeah. yeah um i also do like that the next day she went to go sign up for a costco membership and buy triple a batteries because like yes let's, that's so adult
0: <laughs> yes so adult um, I mean, same girl same. actually. <laughs> I also thought it was so fun Okay, so one of the ways that they're that they're setting up Torrance and Seth is that they buy a carrot cake and they leave it in the break room because they're like, who else likes carrot yeah. cake besides Torrance and Seth? And I just want to say, you like, do to- you like carrot cake? Gil and I's wedding cake was carrot cake,
1: which is impressive. So if ever we break really up, good. you can
0: set us back up by putting carrot cake in the break room for it. us. Um, I, I think yeah. everybody likes carrot. I cake. I like carrot cake. Kitty, don't my break mic is, the microphone. My mic is
1: just on the loose today. Um,
0: and if you don't like carrot cake, you're lying to yourself. Or you haven't tried it. And to one. me,
1: <laughs> um, I thought this was kind of relatable, and I know you can relate this to as well. The first, the first, so they're essentially Russell and Ari are in the car together. Yes, it's like their first car drive together. Like he just, she just weirdly met. His daughter definitely wasn't intended. So whatever they're driving. The first 15 minutes of our drive are silent, except for a few seconds when the audiobook I was listening to yes. started up. And I have to smack the power button because I'm fairly certain my romance level is heading towards a sexy I mean,
0: same girl. Every time. Every
1: time I get into the car. I'm like, oh, what's that? And then Tom will literally like try to like finish out the sentence and I'm like honestly just
0: stop. Um, I was listening this is I was listening to the Ravenhood trilogy on Audible. You know, as one does when they're feeling sad, um, (laughs) listen to a sad story. So I had it like blasting. I was getting ready. And like, I had full like volume on my Bluetooth speaker, like all the way up. I was home alone and Gil comes in and I think that it it may have been the rap scene. And he's like, what the Uh, fuck are you listening listening to? And I was like, it's a love story. Leave (laughs) me alone. (laughs) Justify. It is. I mean, just because there's sex in books doesn't make it less of a good story. Okay.
1: Um, I do like when, I think I tabbed this for Russell. Um, oh, he gets a little jealous when the captain yes. hits on, what's her name, Ari, and she reciprocates because, like, she's still single. Like, there's no. Yeah. And he apologizes afterwards. He was like, "I'm sorry, I was jealous. I just hadn't figured out how to be brave with you yet." And I, I think know. that's
0: very true for a lot of people
1: too. Again, like, just think like about. This, I and, mean, they
0: weren't even in a relationship yet. So think yeah. about like when you just like like somebody and you don't know how to tell them.
1: Like I'm definitely the more timid one in our relationship. Yeah, I don't really know who is oh. yours. <laughs> I don't think None. there is yeah. a timid one.
0: Well, I mean, back in the day, I was definitely the like pursuer yeah. of Gil. Like, like I, I was pursued by Tom. Yeah, no, I was like, hey there, cutie, let's kiss.
1: Tom's like, let's kiss, and I shoved pretzels in my mouth. Yeah, and <laughs> Gil was still like, Gil <laughs> was
0: like drunk. Uh, frat, we were at like a football house party and he's like okay
1: but it's, it could be true like you're, no, you're yeah, like yeah. you're looking at this the other person and if you're really into them or vice versa like i'm sure at any point regardless of how going you are or not if yeah. you like someone it's it's a little oh i
0: remember like the anxiety like yeah the anxieties that i felt when we first started dating of like does he like me doesn't he like me is he talking to other girls like if i'm at a party and he's talking to somebody else like does he like her like should i be worried like now I don't I mean now it's whatever but in the beginning it's, it's very yeah it's very nerve-wracking I remember um,
1: our first date was literally go I was a I, he asked me to go to his cousin's wedding with him
0: so it was, I met, must like, be nice to go on a date because Gil and I never went on a first date we just like were together
1: I mean I guess yeah I mean I sure sure we called it a first date but I was meeting his whole freaking family Teresa Marie I mean the first I mean it wasn't you a first how bad date. my anxiety yeah. was that day <laughs> I think I went home and, like, crashed. Oh, and then I was even more nervous because this one when I still had um, contacts and glasses. And we all know how, like, I, I got LASIK surgery. And honestly, let's just take a moment. To, um, if you have not gotten LASIK surgery, I implore you to look into it. It was the best money I've ever spent in my entire life. Or
0: you can be like me and just have perfect vision. Well,
1: you know what? You can go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. But my contacts never stayed in my eyeballs long enough. Like I would yep. have to like pop them out after like an hour and I forgot my glasses. So imagine being blind at a wedding and then I had to get dropped off at my apartment because when I was in grad school. Uh, it was like a when whole you were big, in Maplewood? Yeah, I was in Maplewood. Okay. It was a whole big production of having to get dropped off and his mom was like, this is where you live. And I'm like, yeah, it's just what I can afford.
0: <laughs> a humble 23-year-old.
1: <laughs> in grad school, just scraping by. Yeah. It was a doozy. Um, PTSD. So
0: something that I really liked about Russell because... I could relate to this. He is a really big hockey fan. like he like obviously is a sportscaster, but he loves his hockey. He does love hockey. and they describe it. okay, so she they go to a game together and she, and she goes, never been to one. yeah. Plenty of people love sports. I'm aware of that. But I'm not sure how many watch a game the way Russell does. Like, he's holding his breath, quietly urging his team forward. He's not rowdy or belligerent, but calm and focused. And that is literally how I am at Devil's Games. I don't cheer. I don't yell. I don't chant. I literally just sit there. You would not even know that I was a fan. If I wasn't. Decked out in like a hat and a jersey. Or if you
1: like, don't have eight million pictures of you in a Stanley Cup.
0: Well, yeah, I mean that, but but like when I'm at the games, it's so funny. Even when they score, so my friend Jackie, Jackie, you're listening, shout out,
1: love you, um,
0: I go with her to a lot of games. Like she knows when they score, we jump up, we cheer. As soon as the replay hits the jumbotron, sit back down. (laughs) Since I was a kid, I was like, nope. I'm like very like calm and collected during games, and I was like Russell. You and I should go hang out at a game together. There you go. He's a Seattle Kraken fan. I'm a Devils fan. No rivalry there. We're on different coasts. Let's meet up for a game, Russ.
1: Um, I think another good relatable moment was with the brother.
0: Oh, I loved her I brother. loved her brother. Wait, sorry. Before you get to the oh, brother, damn. just because I had this really quick about the hockey. I don't care. So she is um, basically like saying, like she's wearing like, police line leggings and a jacket and a hat and all this stuff and she's like i'm freezing it is not cold in hockey arenas they are not outdoors it's not cold i've been to like two with you and i I wear jeans and a jersey or like jeans and like a t-shirt with maybe like a sweater or a sweatshirt you don't need to layer up at hockey games they're indoors she didn't get the memo she did not get the memo
1: maybe you should tell her though for
0: for the future i don't or i mean maybe
1: russell addressed that issue
0: yeah Please so I just letters. I needed to address that for anybody who has not been to an like an indoor hockey game. It's not very cold in there, like in the high sixties. I would say. Yeah. So like it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Oh, I don't
1: care. <laughs> um, just another
0: PS, <laughs> PSA. Of, I had to, <laughs> I had to say something about it. Do you?
1: Would you say who do you, who do you think you related to more in this book? Oh, I
0: feel
1: like that's a good question for you. I
0: feel like that is a good question. Um, I mean, the sports stuff obviously Russell. And I mean, I've said it before, before I, I, I mean, I don't go to therapy. I don't believe myself to be like an anxious or depressed person. So I didn't relate to that, to Ari in that way. Um, but I think like we said earlier, I feel like I related to her a lot with like the, um, like her job and wanting to do better and, you know, not maybe not having the mentor that she was seeking or, you know, wanting more assistance in her career, um, and I think I related in general, just like, you know, those feelings of having, going through maybe something that is depressing, but coming out on the other side. Um, and she has a really good support system with her brother, um, which I hate giving my brother compliments. It's very hard for He's me. He's a just very kidding. good brother to you. He's the best brother. Um, so I felt like I related to her in, in that way.
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because I figured like that'd be like a good question for you. Because I feel like this is a very good like mix. Yeah. Like I feel like sometimes like most times you only kind of relate to one. One. Yeah. And it's um, normally
0: whoever the um, main character is that is a human woman who actually comes into her powers and is the most beautiful <laughs> and daring and courageous sassy woman on the planet. That is who I relate to in all the books. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's, all, that's who we all aspire to relate to, and all the books. Are right? you seeing
1: your perfection? Like, who, who isn't to aspiring
0: you know? to be like Aylin or Bryce or I mean, those are all strange characters, so but someone, I, those are my like those are my top three.
1: Oh, same. Actually, someone messaged us today on um, Instagram, and I didn't think of it this way because we all like to do rereads. I'm not getting off topic too much, I swear. And she was talking about how because you, you put up a poll about like, mm-hmm. do you count? re-listening to a book after reading it in your monthly totals, blah, 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 blah. She's I'm meeting Winston hair. Um, so we were going on back and forth. It didn't take that long. And she said, I like rereading Throne of Glass whenever I need an Ailyn Confidence and Serotonin Boost. And oh, you know that Sarah who said that? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what, girl? Yeah. I need to pick that book up now because it's so true. Like,
0: who doesn't want to be Ailyn who's badass as fuck uh, right. and kill
1: people but is like so confident, very clever and brilliant.
0: I, and that's what Well, top it for another day.
1: Top it for another day.
0: (laughs) I I will go off on a tangent about the SJM ladies. I mean,
1: same. Um, But I do, one thing that Alex does say, and I think, again, relatable for anybody, um, it's still scary as fuck, though, putting your heart out there and not knowing whether the other person will be careful with it. And it's so true. I think a lot of people's fears about falling in love is what's going to be reciprocated back to them or if if they let themselves have feelings, what's the other person going to do with those feelings? Because no one wants to get hurt.
0: No, even I mean that's the scariest like, part of being in a relationship—that yeah. you're giving somebody the, a Opportun- lot of opportunity to really hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like looking. I'm like, oh, what about this? I'm like, no, Katie already mentioned that. Sorry. I highlighted a lot of the depression stuff. Um, oh, also, what? sorry, not depression. No. Sorry, I just keep cutting you I off. Don't care. You could. This is, okay. this is What a podcast is for. <clears throat> and this is just how I am in life, and it drives my husband crazy. Um, he's like do you just want to talk instead? I'm like actually yes I would. Thank <laughs> actually, you can for you the shut opportunity. So I just keep going. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the Thank opportunity. You. To- actually you
0: can leave. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to. I'm good on my own. No, I'm kidding. Um it's a little spicy scene, but
1: ooh, I wonder if I have it one too.
0: You definitely do. It's um, so the thing is, I really want you to come tonight. And he goes, I have an idea you can absolutely say no to. What if you made yourself come oh, here yeah. with me if you think that might be easier cuz she says that she's a hard time coming the like the first few times somebody like she kind of like puts blocks up she's like has trouble being intimate with new partners and it was giving me very much the deal of say yeah. And, yeah and Hannah vibes i thought the same thing and too. i and i i loved it in the deal and i loved it here agreed like i feel like honestly like those scenes are so much more intimate than if they were actually she having them like to watch you there's i feel unravel like, yes and like sh- I, I i've never done this no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm like maybe I'm just a prude. I've never Same. done this. I feel like there is something so inherently intimate about it. Like, Agreed. And I just like I panted a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah. I was like I really like I was like this is one hot. really hot. But it's like also just like he was taking care of her. Like he, was, he like, was like okay. Taking care of her. I mean, we need more men to be like this. Obviously. Um, he was like, "Okay, if this is gonna work for you, then like, how can we make this work? And like, what can we do? And like, do you trust me enough to try this with yeah. me?" Yeah, and I Big love trust that moment. Oh, yeah. Another
1: spicy scene. He bent down to worship at the altar of her thighs. God help him. He was going to pleasure her tonight until both of them saw star- saw stars. Oh yes, I love that. Followed by, "Oh, uh, did you want to listen to an audiobook?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: actually, yes, I do. As her it played in the car again. It was. What would you, like, give it overall? What was your overall
0: rating? So my overall rating was... I think I rated it a 3.75. And that mostly had to do with the fact that I loved the characters and I just didn't like the romance aspect. Yeah. Like, I first. almost wish that Ari and Russell were just very platonic friends and that maybe the romance was mostly between Torrance and Seth. I mean, same. I would be okay with that. Or... or or, Ari and Russell, I'm also fine with their... I just felt like there needed to be more communication. More communication. Because even the end, like, when they get it... Okay. So, at the end, Torrance and Seth find out that Ari and Russell were setting them up. Plot twist, which I, I knew it. I Same. knew it.
1: I feel, I feel I had a feeling about this.
0: Plot stuff. twist. Um, Torrance and Seth were working together to set Ari and Russell up. Um... They weren't doing anything crazy. Like, literally, when Ari broke her elbow, they were like, Russell, you should take her to the hospital, which he would have probably done anyway. And Ari, yes, and the boat, yes. And Ari, and we've all done this too, you kind of lose yourself in your head, and you're like, does he really like me? Or, like, I don't know, just a tendency to overthink things. No matter the situation, we've all been there. So I understood that feeling. I just think that...
1: She blew it out of proportion? It was very
0: blown out of proportion. Again, I can't relate to her mental state with, like, where she was. Um, And I know that, you know, the whole, like, mental health was very important in this book. So I don't want to, like, be like, oh, she should have just gotten over it. Because then we're missing the whole point of the book, obviously. Um, I just had trouble connecting with it being that big of an issue to, like, completely stop talking to somebody... When he wasn't the one he's he didn't portray like betray her, but you know, it comes out that she was kind of trying to end it before he had a chance to, before she had a chance to get too close or, you know, put herself it, in that, that position to get hurt.
1: Bothered me because um I over I overthink. That is why I went into therapy. Yes. Because I could the it was I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the things I've called you about, <laughs> like you would giggle and be like I'm not giggling at you, but like, Katie, like, I'm an overthinker. Right? Yeah, Very Teresa, am. are you mad
0: at me? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I'm like,
1: no, like, that, that's how I am. Like, if honestly everyone that listens to this can tell me that they like me, <laughs> kidding. But like, but that, that's like anxious thoughts. Like, yeah. crazy OCD, whatever. So, like, I can spin, and again, I'm not comparing, I'm not saying anyone's in the same playing field, but like, you can obviously overanalyze the situation, which she definitely did. But she was doing it to her bosses. So, like, Right. I think it would have been nice to see her and Russell maybe communicate because again, if Russell's, and again, easier said than done, like I
0: was easier said than done. But I, I think that she was okay with doing this for her, like to her bosses. But the minute that the tables were turned, she didn't like it. She didn't like it.
1: You can't dish it or you can't take it, it.
0: Don't dish it. You can't take the heat. Get the fuck out of my kitchen. But again,
1: I think, and again, I think I'm very fortunate because like Tom um, is super supportive in like my therapy journey and like, yep with the communication again, communication's communication key to is very much so, like, key. we've worked together to like be better at communication so he understands how I'm feeling at times and vice versa. And yeah. like even now, like if I have like some episodes, like he's he's very just he just listens. So, like yes. I think it would have been a good moment for also Russell, who is trying to take care of her but he's also closed off, too. So, like, I get it. It's also the beginning of a relationship. I'm 10 years into a relationship. No, I dumb. know. But, again, we're but reading like,
0: a book. It's reading fiction. A book. Yeah. I'm looking for some things that are... That are just not going to happen. It's a book. Like, right. We're deep diving here. I mean, like, I don't... I just, you know, I think it's, like, a few chapters ahead. She basically says, um, what I'm realizing is that I like myself most when I'm around you. And I think it's because I'm the most honest version of myself. I don't have to try as hard and I don't have to hide. I can just be. Love that. And, Love that. And he says mind. letting you get close is the best thing I've done in a long time and it means the world that you brought me here to her mother's house and none of what you said changes anything. It doesn't change how I feel about you. That's when she first tells him that she has depression that she takes medication for it and so then like a few chapters later all of a sudden something that I, that I was like doesn't sound like a big deal kind of brought this like whole relationship crashing down when just a few days earlier, she was like, I can finally be myself with this person. And he was so accepting and understanding that I was just like, all this like, all this work. Yeah. And we are back to square one. Um, and I, you know, again, like we said, communication is key. Um,
1: and again, I would take away from a plot point. Right. I I know.
0: I'm, but like, like I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That was my whole, that was my only issue was that I was just like, and then the end, neither of them really does anything to get back together. She gets invited to yeah. his daughter's bat mitzvah.
1: Because the daughter invited her.
0: Yeah. And she goes, and she goes with the intention of wanting to speak to Russell. But I would have loved a more, like... Okay, let's talk about this ending. It just, like, it happened Honestly, too fast. That and, like... Okay. And they walk out of the bat mitzvah and have, like... And I'm like, your daughter is probably going to do her, like, candle soon inside.
1: Like what are you doing? But let's really talk about the ending. I understand <laughs> that Seth, Torrance, and the, and Russell and Ari are all like intertwined.
0: Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! I, the oh okay, my yes.
1: god! If anyone ever proposed, I mean I, I only
0: I only accept it because it's their second, second wedding yes. and they ha- and like based on then you know you never get an age. They have to be like mid to late fifties. Early sixties,
1: at least, because their son had a child. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, the and range I think of that they got to together
0: a little bit, like, l- not like older, but they weren't like twenty when they got yeah. together, because she was married prior. Yes. So they had to be like mid to late twenties when they got married, um, which puts them mid to late fifties. That's my that's my interpretation of their ages.
1: I mean, to each their own.
0: But yeah, at their wedding, you do whatever
1: you guys want
0: to do. I do not. Pass at their, their wedding, Russell proposes. At their second marriage, I'm just staring at Teresa. I Again, you, would never, could, yeah, accept this. He did get permission from. He did Ford get and stuff. He didn't just like but pull never out a ring. One take
1: away from their day.
0: One take away from their day, and they're like, "Oh well, we're best friends." Like somehow Ari, in like a year, became her like best friend, maid of honor. Yeah. Again, that to me is more unrealistic than agreed. <laughs> like you have no other friends, girl. You don't have lifelong friends. Your oh, coworkers oh, are maid man. of honor. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, but uh, like a snowstorm <laughs> proposal,
1: a rainstorm. And they right. do mention a rainstorm proposal. Do, yeah. Like,
0: but it's like a beautiful, like sunny day. And again, which is- it just felt really inauthentic to them. Yes. And I, for me personally, if, if I don't care if Gil got permit, I one, never wanted a public proposal Two, if he did it at somebody's wedding, I don't care if the bride I wanted him to, kick him in the I would be mortified. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like every time somebody asked a story, I would be like, the bride and groom wanted us to do it. Like, I would feel like I had to always explain it yeah. because I feel like people would, like, I would walk away from the story and people would be like, are you fucking kidding? Her fiancé proposed to her to somebody else. And again, wanted. I'm like,
1: someone's done this for, great for oh my you yeah. if worked. Like, to each, again, to each their own, this is our thoughts and opinions on it. Like, I just would never want to do it to someone. But I think I'd also low-key kick some of the balls if they, like, proposed at my wedding.
0: If anybody proposed at my wedding... And I was honestly the, the probably one of the chillest brides, so were you. I didn't care about anything besides an like F? getting drunk she... and eating all of the food. Yes. And Not I ate a lot of the food. I got a little too full. I got so drunk, I ate all of the Wendy's on the ride home. We had Wendy's at the end of the night. That's all that I cared about. Dancing, drinking, and eating. I didn't care about anything else. If somebody no. If somebody <laughs> proposed at my wedding, I would have lit a bitch on fire. Same.
1: I I would hold them down for you. Yeah. Back
0: the fuck up. Honey. And if I'm somebody if somebody came to me and Gil and was like, Do you care if we if I proposed to my girlfriend at your wedding? I'd be like, yes. Do you care about living? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm about to slice and dice you. Because it'll You're be, a it'll be game list. over on your life, bitch, yeah. if you try it. Like, what? I also, as like me, I would be like, as a girlfriend who got proposed to, I would be like, one more to pop, but I would want my own day. I would not want own to share my like that special day yeah. with somebody else. Or I also take it away would from want someone. like I mean, you and Tom. As soon as we got engaged, you and Tom came over. My mom came yeah. over. Gil's parents and brother came over. Like I was FaceTiming my yeah. brother and his fiance. Like I, it's your it, moment. It, was, it was my relish moment. Relish in your moment. Yeah, I didn't want to relish in somebody else's no. moment in my or moment or take
1: away any type of spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Like let's deduct-
0: do- I did deduct points for that. So, right. it, I really liked the story. I mean, if you list like, it's it a was good, really it's a good. cute book. I just, it, the romance lacked for me, and I was, we were obviously at that vlog, was just wasn't it.
1: No. Lost me there. <laughs> I literally, like, closed the book, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> literally, I thought the same thing, too. I, like, literally would kill someone. Yeah. Like, y'all think I'm nice.
0: Y'all think, <laughs> I don't know if you guys think I'm nice, actually. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I am. I swear. I
1: swear we're nice.
0: Um, but yes, yeah, so overall, I gave it a 3.75. Um, I mean, there were spicy scenes. It's not a spicy book. I would probably give it like a 1.5. Wow, that's great. I'd give it
1: like a 1.
0: Yeah. I gave something else re- recently, 1.5, and people were like, oh, it was yeah, I don't know. But yeah, 1. 1.5. 1. There's spice in it. It's not There's spicy. There's spice in it, yeah. But... I mean, I would still recommend this. I Absolutely. really did like it. It was really cute. Um, just don't propose at my well, wedding.
1: Yeah. And we're good. <laughs> but if y'all like that, you do, you.
0: <laughs> and yeah. as My wedding's over, so... Same. So do, what do, whatever, do. whatever you want to do. <laughs> Anything else?
1: Um, no. That's
0: all I got. All right. Then we out just here. Just remember, you deserve good
1: things. You deserve
0: good things. Try to put positive energy out and then receive positive energy back in. And communicate. Communicate. And don't overdress when you go to a hockey game. It is not that cold in the stadium. In the arena, I mean. And take advice from Russell and don't be a belligerent fan. Okay? Bye.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops.
0: You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com.
1: We appreciate your support.
0: See you, fuckers.